For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. I know it's been a really long time. We haven't been together for a while, and I do apologize for that. But uh, hey, we're back. AGP is live again. As always, I'm your host. I am Amanda, owner-operator of the company. Joining with me is one of my newest interns. He's amazing. You can catch him on a lot of the videos we've been doing over on YouTube at American Look Presents. His name is Dennis Moyer. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about some pop culture going on, but mainly we're going to be focusing on the latest Star Wars, a lot of the leaks, a lot of the rumors, uh, things that people have been coming up with. So we're going to check into that. Of course, before we get started, as always, big shout out to all of our sponsors without them we wouldn't be able to do this so a shout out to Jim City Comic Con that takes place in Dayton Ohio that's coming to you in April of 20, uh, 2020 uh, to Champion City Comic Con which is coming up on October 27th of this year uh, that's going to be held in Springfield, Ohio, to Hazard Productions and their all ages comic, Peanut Butter and Jelly, to Sean Forney Illustrations and their independent comic, Scarlet Huntress, to the UVN, the Underground Video Network, bringing you videos of everything nerdy and non-nerdy all around the tri-state area of Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana. Those guys have been doing this for almost 20 years. They're phenomenal, so make sure that you check them out. And of course, Mr. Mark Kidwell, comic creator of Images 68 and the fantastic horror comic bump on that note dennis thank you for joining me it's always nice to have another nerd to talk about nerdy stuff over here glad to be here <laughs> so uh i had it right before we started i had to catch uh dennis up on some new leaks that uh may be revealing on what's going on with ray so i want to go ahead and talk a little bit about that um so pre-warning people this is spoiler this this baby is going to be spoilerific so you have about 10 seconds to get the heck out of here if you don't want to hear anything about star wars in 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 it's spoiler time <laughs> you have been warned all right so um real quickly just to bring back a few things um some of the things that you were mentioning that we noticed when it came to the very first star wars was yep. how ray just was like i instantly know everything <laughs> uh, let's let, let's get in let's deep dive into that real quick before we get into that new i have the new stuff you just kind of gave me a rundown of it and but i basically get the gist of it uh let's go ahead and go ahead in the force awakens she just instantly knows how to fly a ship not just any ship mind you but the millennium falcon the ship that made the kessel run in 11 parsecs oh you're supposed mm -hmm. to correct me that was 12 parsecs, uh, 12 parsecs. yep uh, that was supposed to be the joke but um she instantly knows how to fly the most iconic ship in uh star wars history she knows how to bypass the compressor despite not only never having flown a ship but never having worked on a ship in her life she's a force prodigy as well as a lightsaber prodigy in the gunner seat of the millennium falcon despite never having shot a shot from this seat before she instantly shoots down three and i counted three tie fighters with one shot i, I i'll even bring it i i can prove that too that's so stupid <laughs> And is instantly loved by everyone and instantly recognized as the only person that can bring Luke Skywalker back to the resistance. Well, she did have BB-8. She did have BB-8 with her, so that gave her little extra points. <laughs> but yeah. no, um, the fact that she the fact that she quickly caught on to her force powers was shocking um don't get me wrong i i absolutely love the force awakens um we have seen other new abilities that have come out and about because of these things um with leia's the mary poppins scene 
but I'm okay with that because as far as far as I've been always concerned, Leia's always been more powerful than <laughs> than her brother Luke. Um, Disney I'm may have taken away my extended. Yeah, I, like I, I, I'm half okay with that because, like you said, she's always been portrayed as more powerful than Luke, and I'm fine with that. But they took away the extended universe. You can't keep stuff from the extended universe but say it never existed. But they have because they've just placed things in other places like Admiral Thrawn. Well, we're just going to put him here. Yeah, but that kind of ruins his backstory because the whole point is the reason why we never heard of him before is when you read the extended universe, Emperor Palpatine's like, no races and no women. No, no, no. I want them hidden. Like, I don't want anybody knowing they work for me. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, the extended universe proved that... Uh, Emperor Palpatine is the most racist, bigoted person in the entire galaxy far, far away. <laughs> you run from him. He's evil. Of course he's going to be a racist prick. I the fucker wanted to keep a bunch of Gungans because they were on his property once. <laughs> Look what he did to the Wookiees. Oh, God. Yeah. And Wookiees already had it rough. It, if the extended universe is to be believed, oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Well, here, here's my take on it. Disney may own it, and Disney could do whatever they want, because who's going to stop Disney? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's like standing in front of a steamroller going, no, stop, wait, halt. It's not going to work. Unless but... you're Sony, in which case the steamroller just kind of has to back down. <laughs> but... <laughs> We'll we'll see. You know, Disney has really deep, 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 deep pockets. I'm sure they could. I'm sure if they really want it, they can get what they want. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Disney is not a swiper from Dora just because Sony went. Disney knows Spidey. Disney knows Spidey. Disney knows Spidey. Disney's just not gonna go. Oh man, and walk away. Disney's gonna go. Uh huh. We'll see about that. How much for Spidey? He's not for sale. How much for the company? <laughs> um, what they just bought from Fox was actually the amount they just spent on Fox was actually Sony's revenue last year. So well, let's they, get back to Star Wars, and we'll we'll move on to Spider Man once we're done discussing. <laughs> I'm just Star saying. Wars. Well, they're all if they're, if they're all with Disney, they're all part of the same universe. Anyway, yep. so. <laughs> I had no problem with the new force powers. I also read the expanded, extended universe. As for it's uncannon, that depends on where you want to stand. Me, I still stand that I prefer the supposedly non-canon stuff a lot better, and I look at these as fan films. Yeah. That's just me. That's who I am. That's the way that I'm going with it. Um, let's just let's roll the dice and go ahead and say it here. She was seen using force healing. And in essence, using force lightning, which right. I, I'm not opposed because those are established force powers. What I'm not liking is a uh, her training was never completed. Nope. Like Luke, to Luke told her he was going to teach her three lessons on I don't know what that planet was called. To be fair, and he only taught her two, and then Yoda after that just says she knows everything she needs to know. But now instantly, she, with, with just that, she's out using force healing on, in essence, worms the like even God himself hasn't seen. And if you get that reference, you're super nerdy. And using force lightning. Now, again... Oct 2. Huh? The planet is Oct 2. Sorry. Oh, no, you said like, something like, I, Star Wars related. I couldn't remember. And being the Star Wars nerd that I am, it was driving me insane. And I'm like, what planet? What planet? What planet? What planet? I was like, it has something. I could have and, looked it up, but I just, I didn't care. I didn't I like that care. planet, to be fair. To be fair, I didn't like that planet. They didn't really do anything to make it interesting. I did but, find um, something interesting, though. You know why they created the Forks? Because of the indigenous animals that were on the island, and because they're protected, they couldn't get rid of them, so they CGI'd the forks over them. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're coming down this island. We can't get rid of the seagulls. <laughs> Fuck it. The force did it. <laughs> seagulls are um, sitting on the set. Ah, just put the force around them. It'll be all right. So what we're talking about with these new powers that he mentioned is um, if you're anybody like me, you're always looking for the newest things. And um, these latest um, leaks actually come from Making Star Wars, a trusted source for spoilers among the Star Wars community. And a series of YouTube videos, MSW editor Jason Ward um, has actually breaking down a lot of the things. And his newest video focuses on Ray's journey throughout the Rise of Skywalker. Um, and he actually talks about three scenes. The first scene is... Is she going to have a journey in this movie? Oh, yeah. She has a journey in this movie. Um, oh, Ray and the crew that she's with gets attacked by a sandworm. They almost kill the sandworm, and she uses her powers basically to, like, heal it, bring it back to life. Hey, Jedi healing powers. Um the other one is another scene where Ray and Kylo are kind of working together. It has to do with a ship. And uh, Ray kind of shoots force lightning out of her hands. Now, I, I, I was about to get on a point of like, I've seen some like light side users who have kept force lightning after basically being a dark side person and then being convinced to come like to, to abandon the dark side of the force. But from what I've seen, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it's A, not as effective as when the Force Lightning is filled with, like, hate and rage and stuff like that. And B, it's like a different color. It's not the, it's not the blue that Palpatine used. Okay. So, one of the things that I've learned that I... <laughs> I know, here, we're going to find out how pathetic Amanda really is. Amanda has studied the Force. <laughs> I mean, if you put, if you've done any kind of like, if, if you're any kind of like Star Wars nerd, I'm sure you know, or at least have looked into at least a little bit of the Force. So that's not all that, that's right. not all that pathetic. From what I've learned um, from reading about both um, Sith Lords and Jedis, um, the more emotion that you have, the more powerful your abilities are. That's why Anakin was so damn powerful is because his emotions fueled everything that he did from his love, his anger, his hate, his rage, his compassion, every, depending on what emotion he was feeling, depend, showed in what powers he was using and his abilities. The thing is, is to be all power, to be an all powerful master of the force you the the true person is going to have to learn and maybe this is where maybe this is why ray is the way that she is the reason why you know lucas and um the um last jedi she went straight to the dark side because she was feeling lost and she was feeling powerless. And so it drew, drove her there. But you've seen her move to the light side when she's feeling compassionate and stuff. A true a master of the force would find a way to use their emotions and their feelings to use the force to its greatest ability, but not allow those emotions to take complete control. Once those emotions take complete control, you can lose yourself to one side or the other. I believe that yeah. the Jedi's have always been wrong about, oh, no, don't feel nothing, yo. Like, don't have any anger, don't have any love, don't have a boner, nothing. Like, nah, y'all wrong. <laughs> Me, if I, it, it'd be very terrifying because I'd be like, uh-huh. I, I like hulk that shit. What are you going to do? I'm going to shoot lightning out of my hands. You don't. Oh, I'm about to be pissed. Give me about two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest things a lot of people are talking about right now is the last scene. Um, there's a moment where um, Ray is walking around the Lars homestead. For those of you who may not understand the word Lars, that's where mm -hmm. Luke grew up. That's where Anakin's mom was saved and then died. 
Um, and some random That's guys. That's where they had the greatest barbecue in the world take place, <laughs> and Luke was not even there. <laughs> Man, everybody seems to forget that, but Uncle Owen and that brew got it harder than they should have. No, okay. I'm, I'm going to get to that for hey, justice. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to it right now. Go for I it. Love, I love the fact that Seth MacFarlane, in his parody, does this because I have always thought the same thing. He's like, Alderaan, I can't go with you to Alderaan. I've got crops. I got to do this. Oh, they're dead. Yeah, I could go with you. Let's go. <laughs> they're dead. Let's get the Like, fuck he out went from. I can't go anywhere, too. Oh, well, they're dead. Woo! Let's go. Like, yep. do you want to mourn over your aunt and uncle a little bit? Because C-3PO seems to be mourning Jawas more than you're mourning your aunt and uncle. And they captured his ass and put a bolt on him. Yep. I just sayings. I, he had the same reaction that Anakin had when he actually found out he had a brother. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm Owen Lars. This is my wife, Baru. I'm your brother. Next scene. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, I actually but, think possibly Christian not being able to uh, not being able to express the joy necessary to find out he has family. Um, but the one thing is, is what she says he goes well who are you because we haven't seen anyone out here in years and she replies with the line i'm ray skywalker now i'd probably need full context of the movie to find that out because one of two things is is, happens here if this is true i'm taking it that it is true because you said trusted source yeah one of two things either a She's, you know, because, again, back to the extended universe, Luke does go back to, uh, does, in fact, go back to the homestead a couple of times. Right. Not outside the realm of possibility that people would know Luke Skywalker, hey, Skywalker, that was Owen's nephew. Right. Um, So she's probably either, A, lying to be like, oh, that's who I am, or B, earlier on in the movie, it was revealed to her that she was, in fact, a Skywalker, despite the fact that both Last Jedi and Force Awakens have pretty much said to the contrary. Like, they haven't firmly spelled it out, but it's hinted that, no, she is not, in fact, a Skywalker. But I wouldn't put it past him at this point to retcon it to be like, she's some kind of Force baby that right. like, Leia or Luke's girlfriend or whatever had. Even right. though Luke probably never had a girlfriend. <laughs> well, the way they set it up, Luke's like, "I'm out. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to this planet here, and I'm gonna hide away." Which is really sad when you think about it, because if that's all Luke's life was at that point, um, Disney removing the extended universe means like the only chick Luke ever gets to kiss is his sister. Poor Luke Skywalker. Oh, Man, that guy's just like. I want to see that conversation with the Force Ghost. All right, uh, I'm going to go out and set up a uh, Jedi Academy, start a family, and it's all going to be uh, coming up Luke from here. Yoda, no, you, you can't have a family. What do you mean, Master Yoda? Jedis can't love. Mm. That's bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's bullshit, Master Yoda. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, now, something that I have read, and this was an interesting thing that I heard, is... Um, a lot of people, you know, obviously the, the big one is, okay, so she's actually related to the Skywalker family, um, whether either by actually related, one of them's like an aunt, uncle, whatever, or she could be a clone of something because there's always the clone thing, but Palpatine was known for the clones and Palpatine's not a Skywalker. Or... Maybe Skywalker, mm. and this is this is not mine. This is actually somebody else's that I read somewhere. No puppy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Time out. Time out. This good wants to well, be in the podcast. Hold on. Thank you. Lovely. Can you get down now? Appreciate you. Thank you. Or 
maybe Skywalker, the term Skywalker, takes on a life of its own. It's a, it becomes a different meaning than just being, oh, you're part of the Skywalker family. Um, uh, which is actually something that some people actually have been predicting ever since the title of the movie was revealed. Um, so I could get behind. I could get behind that idea. Like instead and, of it being her being part of a family, Skywalker just becomes a tight like a kind of like title that people carry now. All right, well, think about it. Right, because if she's mastering both the lark, the the lark, and okay, so uh, I'm just gonna come up with my own uh, the lark side. Yeah, that's it. When you have both dark and light side in you, it's called the lark side. English, me good with it. <clears throat> Love these live shows where I frack up like that. But what if Ray? takes on the mantle of what Luke did, she becomes now a teacher, shows people how to use their emotions and master both sides. And the next generation of force users are called Skywalkers because they've mastered the force. Probably, that would be an interesting idea to go forward with. Like she's taking the concept of eliminating light and dark and they're just being the force. And the best part is, is that means, you know, because um, we know Leia's, I, I don't know how they're going to do this. A lot of people speculate that Leia's going to die in this movie since we lost Carrie Fisher. Um, we know Luke has passed on. Uh, we don't know what Kylo's rent future is. We know Anakin has passed on. Um, obviously, if she's walking around an abandoned Lars homestead, that's it. You know, the entire Skywalker line is gone. It's also a great way to keep their legacy alive. Yeah. You got a train outside your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live not far away from the train tracks. Usually when we stream, I, that's a good gap between when the trains come through town. But during the day, we get about like nine or ten. This used to be a train stop town. So, yeah, they come through here often. But uh, I could get behind, like, Skywalker now instead of being, like, it officially makes you part of their family. It's like, you're now whoever Skywalker. It's like, oh, the, you're Luke's kid? No, it's, uh, it's, it's just a title that you take on now. It went real quiet for a second. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't know what in the wide, wide world of sports. Okay, that scared this... me for a second. I was like, uh, did I hit something? <laughs> no, it just said, we're sorry. Your internet is not up to par. We're going to reload the page. It was faster to close the page and go back, open up another tab, and get back to the show. Way to go, internet. You're awesome. Thanks, Spectrum. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You've used all the internet. You're allowed you this month. The hell I have. This is my job. I told you all this. Oh my god. Uh, so the other thing that everybody's all in upper roar about is three PO's eyes. Why are they red? Everybody wants to know why they're red. I think at some point someone's going to hack him. So let's look at 3PO. What do we know about him? A, he's a cock blocker, thanks to the Empire Strikes Back when Han finally kisses Leia. Um, <laughs> he kisses her, he runs up behind her. Sir, sir, oh, we need to do this. Thanks, 3PO. Get out of here. My favorite thing is like the look on Han Solo's face is like, 
dude, dude, dude. And like Leia's like, and I'm just gonna sneak on up out of here. And she like peek papers away, away. He turns around. Where the hell? What the? We know that he's created by Anakin. Yep. We know that he's irritating and he does have an off button. Thank God somebody built that in. And he speaks all sorts of languages. Yep. Now, have you read the comic books? Any of the comic books throughout all of this? I was going to say, I have. So you know who Anakin's daddy is. Okay, I have not read that one. Palpatine's Anakin's daddy, according to the comics. Like, are we talking about the theory where he just ma manipulated midichlorians to make him, or are we saying he actually physically got with Shuri Skywalker? Um, so, um, see if I can, hold on, I'm going to go grab my comic book. <laughs> okay, go? I was about to say, like, I know there was a theory where, uh, because he was talking about Darth Plagueis being able to manipulate and create life, the theory was that he knew the secret to do that, and he physically made Anakin that way. So I think it's plausible, but he's never, like, been shown to do – like, I don't know. I haven't delved super deep into the extended universe. So he might very well be super competent and able to do that. He might have been right. able to like. He might have so yeah. Like shown so yeah. Like According that. to the comics, and this is in um, Darth Vader issue number twenty-five. Yeah. What he does is Palpatine is the father of Anakin. Um, when he's talking about Darth, you know, and everybody pretty much figured this out when he's talking about Darth Plagueis the Wise. Um, hey, look, everybody's right. So there's a scene. where you see Palpatine and he's behind Shimi and she is pregnant. And what he does is he actually manipulates the midichlorians inside of her womb. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, yeah, it's still midichlorian mama, 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 jumbo stuff, but Palpatine is the one who worked the DNA, changed the DNA, just went wee. And this is it because I know you can't see me because you're not a video. This is me storling my finger over my hand, making it look like a little ball, a bowl. Wee with a little bit of chlorine. Yep. And poof, I have my chosen one. <laughs> chosen which, one. I'm coming. <laughs> so what does this mean? Well, if he was his father, that means that he definitely kept an eye on him the entire time. Not just when he showed up at the temple, but he's always had his eye on him. Yeah. So that probably means that Palpatine knows that he built 3PO. And there's a lot of speculation going on because we have seen drops and hints of the extended universe that Disney's like, I like this. I want to keep it. It's now mine. And they put it in. Who, what if they're using this as a way? So some people say that Palpatine is using 3PO as his, his way because, you know, the whole cloning thing. And some people are saying that he has a pre-recorded message in there that he hid that Anakin never knew of. And I don't know about I, that. 3PO was out of was like way out of Darth Vader's possession for a very, very long time, about 30 years. So. This is Palpatine. He can do anything he wants. Yeah. Like 3PO was with, uh, was with Pad. Well, that is, he was, uh, in Anakin's possession from about episode two to the end of episode three. So it's possible. He put the pre-recorded message in there. But let me roll this one out there. 
Uh-huh. In another one, it's in another one. Uh, we actually see that there is an assassin droid counterpart to both uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 in in, uh, the extended universe. I can't I can't remember what their what their numbers were, but they're like the three C three PO unit is in essence a an interrogator, and the R two D two unit is an assassin with like hidden lasers and shit on it. So it's possible that since that's part of Disney's new canon, they might find some kind of piece of the of that evil C three PO unit, and it might take over C three PO. Either or, that's just that's just me rolling an idea out there. It's not it's not right. that good. No, and that, and that's the thing is, is we're discussing based off of what we know, based off of our own theories, uh, things that we've read, what could possibly be going on, and coming out with stuff that's pretty much right there. Um, something else that's really interesting it, to me is the fact that th- that this is going to be a lot darker than what we're used to, from what I'm hearing. So, um, even though we're sitting here trying to go, ooh, by the way, let's just say it right now. Everybody wants that new lightsaber we all saw. I figured we were going to get to that eventually. And I'm going to come to my uh, very cynical part. I don't care. I want that. I don't care about anything well, else. I don't care that it's red. Well, I do care that it's red because all my lightsabers are red that I use. But, because, well, Lord, um, and I pointed to my imperial symbol on my arm. I want that. I want that lightsaber. I want that lightsaber. That lightsaber is cool. Dude, that is one of the coolest, sickest things I've ever seen, yo. I love it. It is. My problem that I have is I, I think... It's going to be in, in an essence, a like a, like a hallucination scene where like Palpatine shows Ray what could be, like, hey, you could be on the dark, you could have been on the dark side, and this could have been you, right? And 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 I can actually see that too, based on the fact that the hood that she's wearing looks very Palpatine. Yes, and I. The cynical part of me thinks that the only reason that image exists, unfortunately, would probably be because... They want to um, sell me that lightsaber. They want to sell you the lightsaber. They want to sell you action figures of Darkseid Ray. It's, it's all for the money. The only reason it exists, I think, is for the money. And I don't think people are going to care, really, to be fair. I don't care. I, 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 here's the thing. Star Wars was always <laughs> Star Wars. For, I mean, come on. Return of the Jedi. That was a cash grab. It was by Ewoks. We haven't named him yet, but by them. And every last one of us little kids wanted an Ewok. That's just the way it was. I mean, pretty much. As a kid. Return of the Jedi was absolutely hands down my favorite Star Wars movie. Why? Because it was so. Look at the cute teddy bears killing the stormtroopers. <laughs> now, obviously, it's Empire Strikes Back because it's the best written, best directed. It's just phenomenal. Um, even though, have you, ever, have you ever thought of this? So. The Ewoks originally wanted to eat Luke and Han, and the only thing that stopped them was Luke using his powers to make 3PO look like a god. And they're like, oh, release them or else the golden god is going to kill us. At the end of this, you see a bunch of stormtroopers and (laughs) TIE fighter helmets sitting everywhere. What are they eating? Yeah, those Ewoks ate good that night. God giveth and God taketh away, bitch. <laughs> but uh, to the new- Ewoks, because they were faithful, God giveth a lot. <laughs> but some news actually dropped today. 
Um, well, you know, because let's face it, Star Wars fans can talk until they're blue in the face about whatever can it could be three months ago until they get something new they're going to talk about the exact same thing over and over again and they're going to speculate it and they will drive themselves absolutely mad and completely freaking insane that they'll see jar jars in their sleep giving them nightmares but something came out from um i believe it was the british board film classification rated a third rise of star wars trailer that's more violent than anything we've seen in the entire sequels trilogy Well, damn. Um, the British that Board of Film, really yeah, the British Board of Film Classifications' main purpose is to qualify and perceive the maturity level of film content. So basically, they're sort of like the British version of the MPAA that rates movies. Uh, yeah. So basically, by their own standards, every single trailer so far uh, released. Like the Rise of Skywalker, uh, release for the Skywalker, release for the Rise of Skywalker, and everything from the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi was rated PG. This upcoming yeah. trailer, trailer C, which is supposed to drop, which normally drops what October is when we normally get the trailers before we get the movie in December, is rated 12A. Yeah. For violence, that's, dangerous that's behavior. Like check this out. For violence dangerous behavior threat and or horror huh wonder what they mean by horror there are some pretty fucking scary things in star wars if you look but mm -hmm. that is that's, that's interesting to, to hear like oh it's got horror in it like hmm, wonder what they mean um maybe because uh, a theory time. Hold me to this and call me a moron if it's not real, if you want to. I, I don't care, but you know how Luke is saying nobody's ever really gone? Right. Maybe going back on like your idea of like Palpatine leaving like a message for Luke, maybe it's a little bit more than that. Maybe Palpatine left the whole plan in place for like him to come back. Right, and, like the whole cloning thing in the extended universe. And like and like maybe it's not just a clone, maybe he's actually physically going to attempt to take over someone's body and that's where the horror comes into it. Who knows? This is this this what? is what we do know. Um, someone um, at the BBFC thinks this is the most <laughs> I love the fact that they use this term gnarly Star Wars trailer they've seen in a very long time. We, um, fact is, it is, it is the, um, it's longer than the Force Awakens trailer, but shorter by the Last Jedi trailer. It's two minutes and 16 seconds long. Okay. Um, Rumor has it that it will probably air during a Monday night football game in October, which is pretty consistent with when most trailer releases for that is going to be. Uh, so, hey, if somebody could put the Bengals game on a Monday night football so I actually have the urge to watch, that'd be great. Because, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Because that's the only time I watch football is when my team's playing. Or if one of the teams that I absolutely hate is getting pummeled, I'll watch that too. And yes, you can be a super nerd and a football fanatic. Trust me. There's nothing wrong with the fact that I have a Millennium Falcon sitting right next to a Bengals football. Just saying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, it's quite interesting to see what's going on. Um, I'm, I'll be honest, that information uh was really cool yeah um there what was the other thing that's going on uh um 
Has anybody noticed uh, that uh, there's been somebody kind of walking around? Uh, rumors are swirling again. He's been hanging out, doing some stuff, getting really into the limelight lately. Um, Hannah Christensen? Uh oh. What's up? What's going on with Hayden? Uh, so one of the things is there's a lot of, there's a big potential for forced ghosts in this film. Um, yep. Especially since, you know, let's face it, JJ Avers is coming back to fix what got messed up in the last movie. Yeah, sorry, this angers me, which got messed up in the last movie. You know, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not saying that I hate the last jedi there are some things that are really great about it there really are there's a lot of things that make no sense it's stupid writing i'm sorry it is um i don't know if rumor has it i don't know if this is to be true or not but jj as far as i'm concerned jj abrams basically gave you something like here and your in the next movie who was the director of that i can't remember what Rian Johnson that's his name Rian Johnson Ryan Johnson yeah. Ryan Johnson whatever yep I'm sorry you messed this up your movie I does not, your movie doesn't like, even feel move. his movie does not even feel coherent to the movie that I saw with the force awakens it does not feel like a sequel it feels like some fanfic made up thing with the same characters in it. It doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't feel like it belongs. There are parts of it like Ray and Kylo fighting together that felt all right. Um, Luke did not feel like Luke Skywalker to me by any means. So sorry. Um, with JJ Abrams coming back, um, I see the potential of force ghosts. I see uh, Luke being forced ghost in. Um, I see maybe even possibly because remember has it that Ewan McGregor's coming back to force ghost Obi-Wan, which has now led to the rumors that Hayden Christensen's coming back to force ghost Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I we would have to... <laughs> be okay with that because the other guy who who did him initially is well, he's gone. Fortunately, he's gone. So yeah, I would be all right with Hayden do it. Hayden and Ian doing it because yeah, that's that's who you have available. Right. And I mean, if they and... want to do it, I don't really see the problem with letting them do it. And you're talking about Sebastian Shaw, by the way. Yes. We lost him in, was it 90? It was in the 90s, like 93, 94, something like that. Yeah. Oh, thank God. He didn't have to see the... Uh... Uh, re-releases of the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I, they, he did not have to watch them take him out. I know, I know, he died before. He didn't have to watch that shit. Because a lot of people don't realize that it actually took um, four people to bring. Darth Vader to life in the original trilogy. There's David yep. Prowse, who's the voice, or not David, David Prowse, who is Darth Vader. He's in the costume. You have James Earl Jones, who is the voice. Um, you have um, Sebastian Shaw, who is the face in the original Force Ghost of Darth Vader. And then uh, which one is it? Which one is it? Oh, there's the stunt coordinator. This the guy who did the stunts. 
I... Who is it? Who is it? Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson. Bob Anderson was the guy who was doing the such which if you pay attention, he's actually shorter than David Prowse. So if you rewatch the Empire Strikes Back, that's the reason why Darth Vader's up and Luke Skywalker's down. So Darth Vader looks like he's actually taller than Luke. Yep. I remember that. I just had to remember. I just had to remember like Bob Anderson, that's who it is. Um which is funny because a lot of people don't realize this, that you actually can't see how much Luke has grown as a Jedi. Um, not just because he has a green lightsaber and black clothes by the time we get to Return of the Jedi. But if you remember the first time he faces Darth Vader, he, as he's using two hands, Darth Vader's just sitting there with the lightsaber in one hand like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-uh, nice try. Want to try again? Yep. I don't think so. I love that. I... There's a concept that both me and my brother have dubbed in a lot of, like, martial arts fighting movies like that that shows the difference in, like, skill and power between two people. In the first fight, initially, you get boom entirely. Like, you, you don't even stand a chance. Uh, the second fight is optional, but the second fight, you're a little more like on par and you might even fight to a draw and then the third fight the good guy wins right to show that to show that he has grown in both skill and personality right and the fact that Darth Vader has to use both of his hands by the time by the time they battle again and return of the Jedi shows that Luke has grown exponentially it, yeah in both like I said in both personality and power but remember, look how strong Luke became when he's like, <laughs> by the way, I still laugh at this because I, 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 it'd be so funny if somebody would be like, no. But when Darth Vader's like, your sister, maybe we'll get your sister. Luke's like, oh, no. If Luke would have just spent like five seconds going, you tortured her. She's not going to join you. Like, I would have just loved to see, like, hear the voice, hear Darth Vader be like, what? If Luke goes, uh, that's minute, not gonna wait, happen. Wait. It's Leia. Wait, didn't you like put her in a room with an interrogation droid who, like, shocked her, injected her with truth serum, and tortured her? And she was so strong with the Force, and yeah. even though that she had it, she was able to not be succumbed by it. It's just like, yeah, what about it? So you really think somebody that you just fucking tortured is she's gonna be like nah fam fuck you little bro i'm gonna go actually no um yeah i gotta watch revenge of the sith again i think luke, luke was born first luke is born first okay so so technically big bro I, okay by like two seconds big bro nah bro i'm going with dad i'm going i'm going into the family business I just, I would love to see that scene recut. Darth Vader walked around, sister, Obi-Wan was wise to hide her from me. If you won't join us, maybe she will. And Luke's sitting underneath the steps going, Palpatine's <laughs> 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 going, Palpatine's like, what's so funny? Dude, you blew up her planet. She ain't joining you. And Vader's like, what do you mean? And he's like, dude, Princess Leia? By the way, who's on that forest moon planet right now? Yeah, um, that's your daughter, dude. She ain't joining you. <laughs> and Papa, yep. she's like, the princess is a Skywalker? And Vader's like, oh, shit. Wait a minute. She had to have been, like, that does open that up for me. Wasn't she, like, working for the Imperial Senate? Wasn't she, like, a senator? Yeah. So she would have been in Palpatine's presence quite often, and he was just kind of like, huh, I, had, I felt a slight tingle there for a second. I almost thought one of these douchebags was Force-sensitive. Oh, well, somebody come in and give me my sponge bath. Think, think, think about this. She's been in the presence of Vader, and he's tortured her, was not able to break her, and he didn't catch on. She was part yep. of the Senate right there in front of Palpatine. And he wasn't able to catch on. 
Yep. The moment Luke shows up, they're able to sense him. And uh, I'm yep. like, hmm, let's see, who's more powerful? The one who's able to hide their power so well because she doesn't even know that she has them, but she uses them anyway, because that's the reason why she was able to not break under her interrogation. There's a reason why one of my favorite books of all time um, takes place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Leia picks up Luke's lightsaber and defends Luke against Darth Vader with it and holds her own. Yeah. Darth Vader messes her up royally, but she holds her own and he still doesn't find out. Yeah. Luke kisses I, her. Well, Luke kisses. Well, I guess she kisses him twice, and he still doesn't find out. Because yep. everybody seems to forget. They don't kiss. She kisses him straight up, straight off of the bat. Leia straight up kisses Luke. Both yeah, times. That is. You are correct. Luke, yeah. Luke. Luke never goes in for the kiss. Luke has nothing to do with it. The first one is, here's a kiss for luck. Let's freaking live. And it looks, and it's more of a peck on the cheek. The second one, she yeah. just grabs him by the face because she's pissed off at Han, lays one on him, and the look on freaking Mark Hamill's face is, what's going on here? Because <laughs> she just storms out the roof because she wants to piss off Han. Luke never actually kisses Leia. Leia kisses Luke both times. Just saying. Yep. 100%. But, uh, oh, shit, I had a point that I was, there is a comic that, there is a comic recently that made me think that potentially he might have subtly had some kind of inclination to, that, that she was important to him because, uh, I don't know how deep into the Darth Vader stuff you've seen, but I saw a video where a guy points out an interrogation technique he uses or used when he was pissed. He would take the force, and instead of force choking you, he would force grab your heart and just squeeze it. Right. So with, with him doing stuff like that to Jedi he was hunting, like, oh, you know where some other Jedi are. Tell me now. No. Okay. And just start squeezing their heart. That leads me to believe that if he really wanted to, he could have broken her. But just like the stormtroopers, like being ordered to shoot, uh, like to miss directly, or being given faulty rifles, something tells me that, like, maybe the Force suddenly told him, don't hurt her, she's important, or just something told him not to, like, go all out on her, just kind of like, I don't know, do it on light settings, give her a mind probe, and let her resist it. And because uh, remember, it was Grand Moff Tarkin that did the that that okayed the destroying of Alderaan. I don't know how right. good Vader was. With that. I I actually think I believe again. Go ahead and correct me if I'm wrong on this one. I do believe that there was a short sort like a story or a comic at some point of like what happened after they took Leia back to her cell, and Vader was extremely pissed that Tarkin did that. And got in his face about it. Right. Like, I believe that that was a thing for a while. Again, I, I could be wrong on that, but I do believe I saw that at some point. I don't remember. Now, um, I will say this. The reason why I brought up Leia, her abilities, Vader not catching on to it, does kind of coincide with your whole... Ray just figured all this crap out. Yeah. How much different is she from Leia? She's always had the powers. She's sensitive to them. She's obviously used them for her own gain at some certain points without realizing she's using them. What if it isn't until training starts that until then you're really not seen? You're just like, eh, whatever. Maybe they're just force sensitive instead of force users. Because remember, 
we've already learned canon wise that there are people who use the force like the sith and the jedi and then there's force sensitive people yeah people people who all they have to mutter is i am one with the force and the forces with me i am one with the force of the forces with me by the way i tried that that didn't work and i ran right into a light pole oh come on i like that guy he was cool i like it but we were trying to do the bird bo uh the bird box challenge and i got blindfolded and the reason why we never released the video is because i actually busted my nose and there's blood everywhere and so i can't put it up on youtube sorry guys and it being the nerd that i am i was like i am one with the force of the forces with me i am one with the force of the forces with me and i went into a full sprint like i got this and ran right into a freaking telephone pole light pole and busted my nose and there was blood everywhere yep Oops. i'm an idiot that went about the, that went exactly the way i figured it would look i have done kids never do any of the stuff that you ever hear me say one, I come from a completely different age than you do. I come from an age where you could ride your bikes till this light lamps came on. You could, ne you never heard of school shootings. We didn't have phones to take us everywhere. You were within earshot of your parents at all time. That's just the way how it was. So we did really stupid things. And as adults, we still yeah. do those really stupid things. <laughs> Don't do these things that you ever hear me say at home, ever, ever. I do really stupid things. There is a reason why I have had over 56 surgeries. Ha! So unless you want to have over 200 staples, 56 surgeries, and what was it? I think it was t over 1,200 stitches. My body is more messed up than Frankenstein's monster. It's kind of sad. And this camera is giving me problems. It keeps fogging up for some reason. I have no idea why. So I'm actually okay with the fact that um, Ray had these abilities. It was instantly able to do it because I guarantee you if Leia knew what the force was, because remember, Kylo kind of goes, well, this is the force. And unlike Leia, um, who only knows of like the Clone Wars, things like that. She doesn't really go into anything else. Remember, she calls him as General Kenobi. Yeah. You know, and so for her, maybe, the t maybe in her day and age, the tales of the Jedi versus the Sith Lords and things like that were stuff that Palpatine's like, uh-uh, they're restricted. Maybe he stood up there and went. Yeah, all that, all that, all that stricken from the record. Right. Mostly because, mostly because if you remember right, there's a general in the resistance. Uh, I'm sorry, the rebellion, that actually does say, "May the force be with you." Mm-hmm. So I mean, at least he's probably old enough to actually remember the Clone Wars. So. Well, remember, Leia did grow up with her father. Well, her adoptive yeah. father. And obviously he knows all about the Clone Wars, the Jedi, the Council. And I'm not saying that she didn't learn some of it, but maybe, you know, he was a counselor. How much of the actual tales could she actually know? Until, you know, Obi-Wan told Luke, Luke eventually, you know, Luke probably sits down, talks to Yoda and Obi-Wan with their Force ghosts, learns these things, goes to Aquaman, uh, reads the books, things like that. He passes that knowledge on to Kylo. Kylo sort of kind of passes that knowledge on and things like that to Ray real quickly. Yeah. Because if you remember, Ray's, Ray's abilities show up because of her feelings, her emotions. That's, that's where her, that's where the first time she's like, oh, hello, it's because of her emotions, which goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this is someone who would actually master the force is someone who can use their emotions to control it without letting their emotions get out of hand that's true yeah so maybe that's where this is going obviously none of us are really going to know what's going to happen until december comes that's just the way it is yep so 
Um, I think that pretty much covers everything that's been going on with the new Star Wars movie that I know of. Pretty much. Yeah. Yay. So, uh, obviously, if you have any comments, anything like that, you know, we'd be more than happy to hear. You can always follow us anywhere. Um, our sure, the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. We will, we will say the Mandalorian for another time because we have already hit our one hour mark. Okay. Trust me, we have lots of time because this podcast. I'm going to try to bring this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best, everybody out there, to bring this back to you uh, every Tuesday. I know things have. Uh, I know it's been quite a while since I've done this. Um, there's just been so much going on. Um, not just work-wise, but personally that I've had to deal with and, but with great friends and people that share the same passions as I do, like Dennis here, you're going to see a lot more, a lot more coming from AGP, from shows to YouTube content to the podcast. I promise you that. Um, again, shout out to all of our sponsors. We thank you so much. And don't forget, uh, this is also on iTunes, download it, download it there. And we go, we are live on Tuesday, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget to follow us on all social media. Amanda Gillum presents. Remember, Gillum is spelled like William, but with a G instead of a W. On that note, may the force be with you, always. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.